Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Hello, hello, good afternoon, and welcome to today's edition of Lunch with the Shark. I am your host, your ghost host, Vidal, the Shark CFO, Espinosa. And we are in uh, September. Yes, we are allowed to make Halloween jokes and Christmas trees should be going up or not. Send us your comments about if Christmas trees should be going up or not. Uh, if you say yes, I'll actually put up our Christmas tree in our, here in the house. Um, I'm joking. No, we won't because they won't let me. But if it was just me, Christmas tree would be up by now. Uh, last September 1st, I actually had already Christmas music playing on the background from Disneyland. We actually found, I actually got a link to a Sounds of Disney, which I might put right now on as a background. They're telling me here, production's telling me, no, don't do it. But uh, I might, I might put up some Disney music to make this a little bit more fun and to ease the pain to us explaining you the profit and loss statement. Isn't that going, isn't this going to be fun? Uh, yesterday, we actually went and uh, gave you a little bit of a scope as to all the the five basic financial statements that uh, your accountant should be providing you, should be interpreting for you and telling you what, what those numbers mean, what those numbers are. If they're not, uh, there's something, there's something going on, there's something going on, you should be already reviewing your at least your july 31st financial statements and uh analyzing what are you going to do for your taxes for 2020 uh are you have you paid enough as prepayments uh are you carrying a loss are we ready to do some uh tax adjustments for the that for the previous two three years right what are you going to do uh you might be owed some money because of your losses this year are you planning are you planning already for that are you projecting already for that so is as a business owner we all want to make what one word profits i think that's the ultimate objective of you opening a business i don't think there's anything else at that point that, uh, oh, you know what? Let me open a restaurant so I can lose money. I don't think nobody does that. Oh, let me open a restaurant so I can just make $10 a month. Nobody says that. Everybody opens a business to make profit and also to change the world. Like every Miss Universe out there. Even every participant in Ms. Universe out there, they want to change the world. 
how do you how do we know if we're making profits you're gonna tell me oh my bank account my bank account if i have a balance on my bank account it's mine and that's my profit that's not it <laughs> that's not it the only way to determine if you're making money or losing money it's through one financial statement and that financial statement it's called the profit and loss the PL. this statement it's a financial statement that summarizes the revenue the cost and expenses incurred financial statement this financial statement the profit and loss usually is from day one of the month till the end of the month so it's uh from january 1st to january 31st first of the month to the end of the year but we're supposed to be reviewing it on a monthly basis there's even clients that we review their profit and loss on a weekly basis. We analyze their daily revenue. We analyze their daily expenses. We analyze their daily costs. So the profit and loss, it's a financial statement that summarizes the revenue income through sales okay through the delivery of your products it analyzes the costs okay summarizes the costs you're going to tell me everything that i spend it's cost no it's not not everything that you spend it's cost or not everything that you spend, it's an expense, okay? Let's take a minute and let me explain to you each of those three areas, okay? The first one, the revenue. Revenue, it's the income the business has from its normal business activity. Revenue, the income that the business has from its small business activity usually from the sales of goods or services to their customers pretty much anything that you sell anything that you charge for your services is revenue okay it can be your coaching, it can be your books, it can be the food from your restaurant, it can be whatever. Listen, the revenue, it's only the, the whatever you sell to your customers, to your clients. There's other income. Other income can be considered interest, And you sell 
that's other income that's not particular directly related to your main activity okay so that's not income also if you have any claim that's not income that's other income okay so you don't consider that as part of your revenue also okay loans loans are not income okay they are not revenue they are to be considered yes into your bank but as a liability you owe them okay they are not income so we need to be very aware of what do we classify as revenue now the second item in a profit and loss is the cost oh if i spend the money it's already a cost no it's not it's the monetary value that has been spent by your company in order to produce something so basically the money that you spend to produce an item basically whatever it's directly listen directly associated with the products that you sell or the services that you render raw materials your salary that are directly related to the manufacturing of that product the salaries that are directly associating to the delivery of your coaching services okay so everything that it's directly associated to the production manufacturing creating the product or delivering the service to your customers that's cost then the expenses the expense area it's the money spent or incurred listen if it doesn't matter whether it comes out of your banking account your checking account that's actually spend it also matters if it comes out of your credit card you owe it but you already spend it you utilize credit to incur in that expense okay so it's the money spent or incurred by a business in their effort to generate revenue in their effort to deliver a product or service administrative expenses marketing rent utilities all this are example of expenses maybe if you're in a manufacturing or you create or produce a item or a product that you're going to deliver to your clients and you have a facility maybe you are going to allocate 60% to your production cost and 40% to your admin expenses. 
okay? I'm going a little bit more in depth as to the classification and segregation, okay? If your accountant or bookkeeper is not doing this, it's not giving you proper financial statements so you can make educated decisions. The only reason we have financial statements, it's in order for us, the CEOs, the COOs, the CFOs, the owners of the company to make educated decisions so our businesses can grow. If I don't know the proper cost, how much each product it's costing me to be produced, manufactured, how the hell am I going to be able to price properly my product? If my accountant, if my bookkeeper, it's not properly allocating that rent to my manufacturing facility, I might be underpricing my product. There's a response to you. Why the fuck am I losing money? Because your cost, it's calculated incorrectly. Have you thought about that? We actually had a case uh, several years ago. It was a, a restaurant tour. And they called us and they said, you know what? We're losing money. Uh, but our revenue, it's this much. And we are catering side of the business. It's what keeping us afloat. As soon as they said that, I was like, your catering side of the business, it's costing you. No, it's not. Our catering side of the business, it's what's keeping us afloat. It's, it's giving us the necessary revenue to cover our expenses. No, it's not. Show me your financials. Let me tell you one thing. For every dollar in revenue we're bringing in for their catering, it was costing them $2 to keep up the catering. You know what the accountant had forgot to tally in into their cost? Salaries. Everything in salaries was going associated to the operation of the restaurant, not to the catering part of the business. Their catering side of the business was bringing them down. They were almost giving away the catering services. Do you see how important it is to know how to classify and segregate cost versus expenses? Why is it important? Because when your CFO or accountant asks you about a specific expense that you made, you will need to be more, you would need to be able to explain the details around the expenses. If your accountant, your CFO, if we were your accountant or CFOs, we would send you questions and ask you, hey, would you be able to clear for us, what do you utilize this for? And it's not like we're that we're questioning why are you spending the money? No, not at all. It's not our job to question how you use the money in your business. 
we trust that you are spending, utilizing, investing that money the best way possible to generate revenue. The only reason we want to know why or where it's so we can properly classify it. So we can properly allocate it either to cost or to expense. Because when the time comes for us to determine if your product is priced properly or not, not because you, uh, the wind is blowing the left to uh, right, so I'm going to price it at $5. I've seen that done. I've seen people price their items on their menu in the restaurants just like that. Huh, so $5. Do you know that you're paying $20,000 in rent? What? Yes, yes, I'm paying $20,000. So you're not allocating any rent to your product. It's coming out of your pocket. Uh, 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 uh. That's why you need P&Ls. That's why you need profit and losses. The CFO or your controller or at least your accountant, not the bookkeeper. Bookkeepers are not uh, um, trained, to put it that way, or they're not capable to understand this, maybe with experience, but they're not able to understand what a controller, accountant, CFO would be able to do for you to allocate or properly determine cost expense. Okay, so you need to know what it is and why. You need to understand the why. You don't need to know how to do them. Okay, you must manage your profit and loss statement to keep earnings positive and expenses under control. I'm going to give you a nugget here. If you want to make profit in your business, the only way you're going to do so is by increasing your revenue and controlling or reducing your expenses and costs without affecting the added value and delivery to your customers. Let me repeat that. The only way you're going to generate profits is by increasing your revenue and controlling or reducing your cost and expense without affecting the delivery to your customers or the quality and added value of your product and services. That's how you're going to grow. That's how you're going to generate profits. That's going, that's how you're going to generate wealth. Profits, sorry, revenue are not directly related to your costs and expenses. Costs and expenses can be controlled, reduced. They should not be controlled and reduced to the extent that your delivery or your added value suffers your quality suffers, then you have a huge problem. You have a bigger problem because you're in decline, you're dying, and it's going to be almost impossible to stop that free fall. Okay? So let me explain how you can use your PL to really get a clear look at why you are not making profits. Initial financial assessment. 
managing profits and loss begins with an assessment of the company current financial position. You need to review the current profit and loss statement and compare it to the company's last two or three years of historical data. Do you have that historical data? Or is this the first year you're creating a profit and loss? A CFO, a controller, can use this information to establish a set of performance benchmarks for the company's average revenue and expenses level. Let me translate this for you. A comparison between 2018, 2019, and 2020. Your revenue has it increased, has it decreased. And I don't want you to just go like this. Uh, I think it increased. I think it decreased. No, 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 no. We want actual hard data. It's going to hurt you to realize that you thought that you were making profit or your revenue was higher than what your numbers show. I know the feeling. I know how it, it looks. I know how it feels to think that you made a million dollars. And guess what? You're hardly making, making half a million or less. I actually also know the feeling of us relaying the message to the business owners to tell them you broke the seven figure mark. We've done that. We've experienced that personally in our business and for our clients. Dude, your revenue this year, it's 1.1, blah, 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 blah. What? Yes. Ooh, I thought that I, I did not reach the seven figure mark. You did. Here are your numbers. You grew, compare from this year to the last, this much. Now, now that you have dialed in your revenue, let's control your expenses. Let's control the way you spend, invest the money to create those revenues, those sales. That's the initial financial assessment. Now, we also need to look into your balance sheet. Because the balance sheet, it's like the storage drawer or closet that you have in your office or house. Oh, you know what? I don't know where the fuck I'm going to put this shit. I'll dump it here. And I'll dump it here. And I'll dump it here. And when the time comes for you to clean that closet or drawer, Dude, you have a shitload of things that you're going to dump. And guess what? Anything you dump in number financial statements goes to your financial profit and loss. And most likely, it's a loss. It's going to be an expense. And that's going to reduce what? Your profits. So it's better for us to clean your balance sheet also, your chingadera, your delicious drawer or closet from the very, very, very beginning. That's also a initial financial assessment. Don't be afraid of cleaning it at once. Fuck it. 
You're already on it. Preparing analytical tools. What the fuck is that? I don't even have financials. I don't even have a general ledger. I just have a Excel sheet. That's a start. That's good. We can work with that. You can work with that. The profit and loss should show every expense as a percentage of the sale, allowing you to isolate costs that could contribute to decreasing profits. Expenses as a percentage of revenue are compared for each year to reveal trends that show expenses rising or lowering as a percentage of sales over time. Let me translate this again for you. In your profit and loss, your revenue, it's going to be 100%, okay? So what percentage is your rent? What percentage it's your salaries? What percentage, I don't know if you get, if you get the, 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 the idea. So in order for you to fully understand your financials, I'm gonna say, hey, you know what? To a client, your salaries represent 74% of your revenue. Okay, so you see what I'm doing? I am just actually pinpointing your revenue. You only need to know one freaking number. That's why I say, fuck your numbers. What number do you need to know? Your revenue. One, one million dollars in revenue. That's it. That's all I need to know. You have a two, three percent profit over your revenue. Quick mathematics. You don't need to know your numbers. Fuck your numbers. 74% is your salary over your revenue. Oh, a million dollars revenue, 740. I apologize. Uh, we had technical difficulties. We actually uh, uh, lost you there for a moment. So I'm just going to go back to say, hey, cost, it's actually directly related to your revenue. Cost, it's directly related to your revenue. Do you see how important it is to know 
or separate or segregate cost from expenses? Because, yes, I want to control how much I spend or invest in cost. But the more products or items you sell, there's going to be a slight increase on your cost. There is going to be a slight increase on your raw materials, on your manufacturing. There shouldn't be any other increases on like the rent, on certain items. There's going to be an increase on packaging material. There shouldn't be an increase on delivery because you're just stucking everything into that FedEx envelope, right? <laughs> there shouldn't be, in theory, any increases in your direct expenses. No, they shouldn't. Your rent is not going to increase if you increase your revenue. If you increase the number of products or items you manufacture, that it's not going to increase. You can actually control that. Okay? So it's very, very, very important to have percentages right next to your numbers. Explaining expense growth. Your CFO, that will be us, should perform additional work to investigate and explain expenses that show growth over time as percentage of sales. This exercise can reveal valuable information about the company's use of resources and managerial cost oversight. Why did my legal expenses increase? Uh, 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 uh. Well, we had labor disp disputes. We had customers insatisfaction. Ha! Let me go and review my cost. Let me go and review my quality assurance department. Let me go and review my agreements. Let me go and review my labor agreements. Pinpoint, pinpoint, that's the easiest. You pinpoint the problem and immediately implement the solution. But without that little report, you won't be able to do so. External factors such as the economy and increase in prices on your raw material also can, can, can explain a cost increase. But did you took into consideration the increase on your raw materials? If you're an airline, I don't know, you might be. Did you consider the increase when the prices of the turbo uh, diesel was high in your cost? Good thing that prices have gone down. But did you consider the increase? I know that airlines buy their turbo uh, diesel ahead of time. So they adjust accordingly. Did you? Did you adjust the price in plastic if you were a injection molding company? Did you adjust the price in the increase of your uh, uh, items for your uh, for your menu if you're in the restaurant industry? Have you properly adjusted the price on the to-go containers? They should be offsetting because you might not have that much weight staff 
So you offset it with the to-go containers. Are you giving good quality go to-go containers or flimsy paper to-go containers that the product arrives to the customer all uh, uh, unedible? Hmm. Sales review. Depending on various events and conditions, even when internal expenses have been well-managed and capped as low as possible, your business may still suffer a loss if its sales drop below its expenses in any given accounting period. This it's called your break-even point. How many sales how much sales do I need to break even? What is it break even? Zero. Neither I lose nor I win. Neither I have a profit nor a loss. That's my break even point. Do you know your break even point? Have you calculated your break even point? I need to have five customers, five paying customers for them, for me to make zero profit. But at the same time, not put any uh, thing on my credit cards, nor lose money. In this case, you must make important decisions, such as discounting certain unprofitable products or service line, selling off assets to free up capital, and discontinue investing in any projects that are not generating revenue. Like, do you know how many lines of products you have? Do you know how many services you're delivering? Do you know how profitable, profitable each service is? Maybe our side of individual tax returns, it's not profitable. But do you know, do I, do we know that? Yes, we know it is profitable, but is it as profitable as we want it to be? Might not, but do you do you know that your item in your menu, how profitable is that? How many dollars are you making for each uh, dish that you sell of lasagna? Plain and simple. Do you know your menu? Are you a diner? If you're a diner, you have like 100 items on your menu. Do you know how much money each item in your menu is making. I knew that in my restaurant, for each soda that I sold, I was making $3. I knew that for each item in my dessert menu, I was making an average of $5.75. I knew that on an average, on my wine sales, I was making a profit of at least 66%. I knew my numbers. I knew that for each catering service that I had, for each guest, I was making at least $18 in profit. In profit, at least, I knew my numbers. Do you know your numbers? But really, really, I hope this 
to drill this in your head. Fuck your numbers. Your team must know your numbers, not you. But you should be asking those hard questions. You should be asking those hard questions based on your, that's right, revenue. That's the only number you should know at this point, revenue. Who's controlling the cost? Who's controlling the expenses? How are we going to grow? I want a million dollars in profit. That's all you need to be saying. How? It's up to your team. Is your kid currently have uh, currently have the business idea? Remember, we are still carrying the uh, kids uh, um, chart chingadera. Kids at Invictus-Advisors.com. Four winners, $500 in prices and cash for each of them, and one winner that it's uh, going to be uh, picked by Miguel Angelito, David, and Benny in the next couple of weeks. I actually don't know when it's going to be, but my team will let us know soon enough, and we'll let you know. Send us a 30-second, 30, 30 one-minute video with a pitch idea. We'll have them as our guests. And let's make them winners. Do you uh, know how to follow us on LinkedIn? Well, in the search function, you just simply type Invictus Space Advisors and hit follow or click follow. That's it. You'll get very, very valuable information LinkedIn, different uh, Instagram and Facebook. Also, follow us in YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. They're actually fun in facts and information there about our firm, about uh, accounting, about management. You really don't need to know about taxes. Please, please, you don't need to know about taxes. Let your tax expert be the expert and guide you. You don't just focus on your business, focus on growing your wealth, focus on growing your company. That's all you need to be worrying about. Uh, and as every other, as, as every day, as every lunch with a shark, we're going to end up today's with a quote from an American billionaire, businessman, and philanthropist, Michael Dell. Do you know that Michael Dell went to school at San Diego State University? Ah, I don't know if you knew that. Aha! Like Anna Georgia says, aha! So he said, and actually you might not know, he, he is the chairman and CEO of Yes. Captain Crunch is saying that he does know, he does know Michael Dell. So Michael said, we were always focused on our profit and loss statement. But cash flow was not a regular discussed topic. It was as if we were diving along, watching only the speedometer, when in fact, we were running out of gas. Wow. I think this quote is positioning us for the cash flow statement. 
He said, and let me repeat this for you. We were always focused on our profit and loss statement. But cash flow was not a regularly discussed topic. It was as if we were driving along, watching only the speedometer, when in fact, we were running out of gas. It's been great seeing you, chatting with you. I hope you have an amazing afternoon. Bon appetit. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Lunch with the Shark. If you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and LinkedIn.